Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tash Mafuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week, we have a very special letter that <laughs> I happened to look at in advance, and when I read it, I knew that there was someone besides me that needed to read it. So, Jan, over to you. Thanks, Tosh. Jan Iron Chin here with this week's letter from a listener. Okay. Jan, my name is Joel. How you doing, Joel? I am a warrior. I want to grow up and be a sports reporter just like you. <laughs> Thanks, Joel. What's your favorite food? I like all food. When you see the professor, tell her Joel says hi and likes that she can shoot a bow. Dragon riding is hard, but I tried it because I heard you try it. Your friend, Joel Sports. Well, Joel Sports, what a great letter. So you're a warrior, huh? Well, that's pretty tough, but I bet you're great at it. A lot tougher than being a sports reporter, let me tell you. But I bet you'll be a great sports reporter, too. And my favorite food? Well, I like Pandaren food the best, of course, and especially anything with noodles. But you know, when I'm out in the world reporting, I like to try lots of different foods. You should do that, too. You may find something you really like. And I'm really glad you tried dragon riding. That tells me you're brave, too. I'll certainly tell Professor Talip that you said hi. And remember, Joel Sports. Boy, that's a long name. Can I just call you Joel? Okay, so Joel, always remember to keep your eye on the ball and your paws on the ground. Thanks, Jan. And thank you, Joel, for being such a great fan of the show. And now, on with the news. Continuing our coverage of the opening of the much-anticipated trading posts in Stormwind and Orgrimmar, the Half Hill Report has received reports that opening day was an absolute mob scene. According to eyewitnesses at the Tawny and Wilder trading posts in Stormwind, the area was absolutely overrun with shoppers eager to preview and purchase the items for sale. Stormwind guards were summoned for crowd control, but soon joined in on the shopping, jamming into the already overcrowded shop and overwhelming the proprietor, Tawny Seabraid, who could not be reached for comment. There were no reports of serious injuries, but a number of gnomes and goblins were trod upon. In a related story, the Red Crane Society held a rally outside the Lazy Turnip to protest the over-commercialization of Azeroth. In an impassioned speech to members of the Society and a few curious onlookers, Irie Freeflower Ironshan, spokesperson for the Society and wife of our very own sports reporter Jan, said, We must resist the filling of every available space with commercial enterprises. Azeroth's beauty is being defaced with storefronts, and Azerothians are being encouraged to consume instead of experience. The news is brought to you in part by the Red Crane Society, who remind us that we're all in this together. Hey folks, you know what isn't just an ugly commercial enterprise? 
Half Hill Market. The fine vendors of Half Hill Market are your friends and neighbors who have the best interest of the community at heart, always offering quality goods at affordable prices. So whether you're a local resident or just visiting our fine village, please shop at Half Hill Market. Open every day, all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. It's time for the Rizak Report, a semi-regular report from our goblin in the field, Rizak, brought to you by Keen Bean Kaffa. Take it away, Rizak. Hey there, college. Hey, it's been a while since I reported, and I gotta tell you, I'm a bit down in the valley right now. Not everything is going well. First of all, I wanted to write you a war report. And then I realized I can't be a war correspondent because there ain't no war going on, or so they say. A little hard to tell. Anyway, the other thing that's got me baffled is the production of stuff out here in the Dragon Isles. Remember I told you that I got a bunch of ogres out there right in the beginning when I was planning to work for that consortium they set up? Well, that didn't work out. Those guys are cutthroat. They got this whole network of adventurers making stuff for them and helping tradespeople sell their own creations. Now, that's okay, I don't mind competition. That's what business is all about, right? As soon as I realized what was going on, I got my ogre set up with professions. I sent an army out to collect resources and things got off to a great start. Lots of basic stuff came flying out and sold well too. But then, a curious thing happened production slowed to a crawl. Nothing, nothing was being made. So's I went to investigate. And you know what I found out, college? Even my smartest ogres, and some of them are pretty smart, couldn't figure out the recipes. Heck, sometimes they couldn't even figure out how to get the recipes. They told me they'd been doing a lot of experimenting and practicing, but somehow things just didn't come together. I had a look at what they were trying to do, and you know what? They were right. The whole thing is just a puzzle. So I'm off to spend some of my valuable time trying to figure out how to make those professions work. I'll let you know how it goes. Thanks, Rizak. The Rizak Report is sponsored in part by Kaja Cola. Tiny Bumbles, Big Ideas. It's also sponsored by Keen Bean Kaffa a Grummel-owned and operated kaffa trading company, Keen Bean Kaffa. Good beans, good kaffa. Checking the Azeroth calendar, the Lunar Festival is wrapping up, but in just one day, romance and friendship will bloom across Azeroth as the two-week Love is in the Air Festival gets underway. So, make your plans to join your friends, or <laughs> those who you might want to be more than friends, in this wonderful celebration. It's time once again for our weekly feature, The Inside Story, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. And I see Professor Talip is joining us this week as well. Velmic, Professor, how are you both doing? Hey there, Tosh. Good afternoon, Tashi. So, since you're both here, I take it you had an adventure that you want to share. <laughs> oh, and let me guess, 
no win review this week. And you would be guessing wrong. As a matter of fact, we are going to do an in review this week, like I promised. We travel to Obsidian Throne in Waking Shores to visit in there, which I must say for such an impressive place like Obsidian Throne, the inn was a little disappointing. But I'm very glad I went with him. It turned out to be a very interesting place. Okay then, let's hear about it. Okay, so, Obsidian Citadel is large, impressive structure in the southwest corner of Waking Shores. And at the very top is the Obsidian Throne. This is the ancient throne of the Black Dragonflight and presently the seat of both Rathion and his brother Sibelian. Although neither one is actually sitting on the throne right now, they seem to spend most of their time arguing about who has the right to sit there. <laughs> yeah, I know how brothers can be. The obsidian throne itself is beautiful, even though it's vacant. But there is so much else to talk about here and so many interesting vendors. But first, like I promised, I am going to talk about the inn. Like I am saying before, I am expecting much bigger inn from such an impressive place. It's really just a tent presided over by Stabatha Sharptwist, a very aggressive goblin who seemed more interesting in practicing with her daggers than running her inn. There's no place for sleeping or even to sit down, but it does have nice food, which I assume is catered because the inn and the nearby food vendor only sell three things, explorer's mix, jerky, and something she called cup of warm wake-up, which is actually pretty good stuff, but don't drink too much. I was pretty jittery after three mugs. I suspect she gets the food for the inn from Zephyrian, a black dragon who seems to have aspirations as a chef. He uses a huge flame of dragon breath to cook several items at a time. Gross. I know, right? You know, when Professor Talib pointed that out, I, I could hardly finish my plate of meat. What, you mean you finished it anyway, even after finding out it was cooked with dragon flame? Oh, sure. What, you never hear the saying, he eats like a starving Dranai? Anyway, like I am saying, not much of in, but so many other interesting vendors. There are quartermasters, of course, for both Rathion and Sibelian, but you have to choose who you are going to be loyal to and prove yourself loyal to one or the other. Wait, hang on. I, I thought we were done with the whole <laughs> splitting into factions thing. It's not the same as Horde and Alliance, Tashi. The dragons have learned to work together to make all of their lives better. Except maybe Rathion and Sibelian. Anyway, another vendor that we found was second-hand supplier Ires Lightfingers and his partner, a goblin by the name of Fezzi Chipbucket. Ires was a fellow Draenei, but I didn't know him. They seemed a little shady, and I'm not sure they got their goods in the most honest way. Fezzi said right out that they buy cheap second-hand gear and resell it at full price, but at least one of the offerings was called Stolen Rocket Hop. It's SI7 gear. Actually, a very useful technology. It propelled me right up in the air about 20 feet and let me glide back down. Good for gathering hard-to-reach herbs. 
and I am buying something that I am thinking Demesis and Tilly might find useful. Something called the Anoyatron Gang. You, you throw it, and out pops a bunch of little robots that flash and beep and run around and make nuisance of themselves. But the vendor said they are quite useful in a fight. Uh, but I accidentally drop it. And boy, did I get a lot of annoyed stares from the vendors in the area. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Oh, oh, and there was a vendor Grifta, a very shady troll who I remember from Shatterath. There he was, lurking behind a tent, <laughs> selling his usual collection of junk amulets. You know, he even tried to sell us this, uh, what did he call it? Oh, powerful purple thing for 120 gold. I am asking, is it any good? And he say, it must be good. That's why it costs so much. <laughs> a few of his things, like the lucky Tortolan charm, looked as though they might be useful, but most of the items were clearly hoaxes. A total waste of gold for any adventurer foolish enough to buy them. And yet, for some reason, there are some people who still buy his things. You know, he's been at this for a long time. You know, all the vendors sound interesting, but, you know, you've talked about a goblin innkeeper, a Draenei seller of stolen goods, and a troll grifter. Were, weren't there any actual dragons there? Well, sure. Yes, a lot. Yes. Definitely lots of dragons. Uh, okay. Well, it sounds like a very interesting place, and even though the inn was a disappointment, still well worth the visit. So, where to next week? <laughs> More importantly, sh should I just go ahead and rename this segment Wandering with Velmic and Talib? Hmm. I think perhaps you should. Okay with you, Velmic? I don't know. Works for me. I was never a big fan of the inside story anyway. What do you think, Tosh? Uh, <laughs> honestly, I was just kidding. But if that's what you want... Well, whether next time it's called the inside story or wandering with Velmic and Talib, we'll look forward to hearing about wherever you travel to. Until then, Dionys Aka to both of you. Dionys Aka, Tosh. See you next week. Have a good day, Tashi. Next time, have cookies. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Next time your travels take you through Pandaria, drop by and see us, won't you? And when you do, remember to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in later this week for another side-splittingly funny episode of The Great Grease Collar. Listen in to the hijinks as that irrepressible but hapless goblin, Wex Vessel Grease Collar, gets some advice in romance from his niece and nephew as he prepares for the Love is in the Air Festival. See you next week, and remember, make your own turnip.
The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.